I'm going to give a speech for the next 10 minutes. My speech will be as short as a mini skirt to attract your attention and long enough to cover the essentials. I just want to answer a question because the theme of this event is called Disrupt. Now, how do you disrupt? I'm not, I'm not going to tell you stories on things that I've read in books. I'm going to share some of the principles that I've used. I'm 20 years old. I'm turning 21 in December. I was given the name Benihin out of the preacher who came to Kenya. He was called Benihin. And so I was born on the same day Benihin landed in Kenya. That is why I'm very revivalistic because of that name and the nature. Walubengo came from the Luya name. My grandfather was a chief. So my roots and family is leadership. You are all a family of orators. My dad was a chairman of debate club in high school. My mom, you have seen, she, she is a teacher. Uh, so my dad was a cop, my mom was a teacher. The combination is two disciplinarians. And I remember when I was in pre-unit, there is a book called Found and Read. And my dad would come and iron shirts. And he would say, sit there. And he could say, read, sound and read. As I iron my shirts. And sometimes you could hear people playing outside. And you're reading sound and read. And sometimes I would get mad. And my dad in high school learned with a journalist called Robert Nagila. So every time Robert Nagila would show up on TV, he could say, Ita na kuja on the news, on NTV. And I would be like, why are we watching news? I'm in class one, I'm in class two. People are watching cartoons. Why are you letting me watch news? And during Jamhuri days and Madaraka days, I would be forced to write a composition. And, and my mom would say, write what you have learned. And I would be like, why am I writing what I have learned? But there is a passion that was developed to know the current affairs. And so I knew the attorney general, I knew the president, I knew ministers of the cabinet. And when I went to primary school, I was not very good in maths and sciences, but I was good in social studies, I was good in English. Now in my life, there are three teachers I met who shaped my life. The first teacher I met told me I have the worst handwriting in the country. He was called Mr. Munika. He said, the handwriting is too big. Uh, but he, he said that in class and I was like, okay. So it shattered my self-esteem. I couldn't speak and I had a girlfriend in that class, in class 7. She was called Gloria and she laughed at that joke. And I, I couldn't speak in his lessons. It was crazy. The second teacher I met was called Madame Rosemary in a school called Lugulu. And he was, she, when, she got into, into, when she was in the school and I just got into the school, she was told he's a notorious young man in class 6. As long as he's quiet, the whole school will be quiet. So just take care of that, of that young man. Don't even bother with the whole school. He's the most notorious noisemaker. So she called me in the staff room and said, if you'll be written two times in a day, it is okay. I won't punish you. But if you'll be written more than two times, I'll punish you. And she could come into class, your real lessons, and say, I've given you a chance to say any story that you want for two minutes, anything that you want to say, so that you can keep quiet in this lesson. I never knew the seed that she was planting. And after some time, she started giving me books. So I could read a book, and after some point, I could stand up in class. And she told me three things. Anytime you stand before people, always give a 30-second story, a quote, and give them wisdom from the Bible. Those are the three things she told me. And as time went by, I met the third teacher who took me to music festival in Mount Elgon. He's called Mr. Munika. I'm still saving to go and build him a house by the end of this year, by the grace of God. Mr. Munika, all boys had refused to go for music festival because the school was in Mount Elgon and boys believe that music is for girls. So there is no boy who accepted to go for music festival. So the director said, I have given you 24 hours 
parents will ask, why are we not giving opportunities to boys? So that night, I was caught making noise. So I was given two options. Either to be beaten 30 strokes, or I go for music festival. So I chose music festival. But I was not really prepared. I was given public speaking. Now, there's a difference between public speaking and noise making. Noise making is that you can say anything. Public speaking is that you say something that can be able to carry someone. And so I was like, man, yes, I'm a noise maker, but I'm not a public speaker. And he was like, no, you can do this thing. And so they taught me how to stand. They taught me that when you stand before people, you raise your shoulder high. They taught me that when you look at people, make sure that you maintain eye contact. He taught me that when you, when you, when you walk and you meet people, you creep them with a hard creep. And it shows that that's a sign of confidence. He also taught me that you smile gently. And the moment that you smile, there are hormones that are released that build trust between you and the person. And when I met Dr. Chris Kirubi, these are some of the skills that I used. And that is how I ended up also getting an opportunity to write for him a speech. And that is how I got my first opportunity in public speaking music festivals. I stood on stage, the first paper I was given is if I become the president of Kenya. My dream was not to become president. My dream was maybe to become a lawyer or a political analyst. But at this point, it now started making sense why I knew about so much about current affairs. I was passionate about leadership. I gave a speech about if I become the president of Kenya sub-county level, and then I went to county level, and then to regional level, and I found myself giving a speech nationally. This is a boy who is indexed 38 out of 44 people, now standing before nations and standing before many schools giving a speech. I went back to school and people were like, this is the guy who needs to be a prefect. I was a noisemaker, but I got 100% votes out of seven people. And from that time, the fire of leadership began. Now, there was the two-month holiday where I used to read books. I could read Malcolm X's books on revolution. I could lead, read Nelson Mandela. And now, the fire of revolution began. Now, getting into high school, I was naturally outspoken. And that is how I ended up learning in seven schools because of incitement. Until I met Pastor Tim Wangi. Now, I get into my speech.